Hello, how are you? There was a pause there because I really wanted to know. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining me on my first podcast. My name is Zena Chewitt and I am a multi-hyphenated professional. I say professional because I'm transitioning from working in a traditional corporate environment to figuring out how I become an entrepreneur. I believe that being an entrepreneur isn't about doing your own thing. It's about finding a way to actually generate income from your passion and turn that into a career and vocation. And until then, I'll have a job that enables me to subsidise my passion until I'm able to turn that into profit. So, what's this podcast about? Well, it's about that journey. The journey I started when I did my course on emotional intelligence in 2010 with David Caruso. It was about learning how to manage my emotions in order to get better outcomes and make better decisions. Because after all, the outcomes you get are based on the decisions you make. So I hope you will join me on these podcasts over the next who knows how long we'll see how long we last with these but just join me on this journey as I share my insights which I hope will resonate with you so where does the story start well the new story the new chapter starts this year 2019 it's the year I chose to fully embrace my multi-hyphenated life and work full-time on projects I'm passionate about by finding ways to generate an income that supports me until those passions turn to profit. My passions include producing films and other creative content, creative writing, business development consulting, personal development workshop facilitation, yoga, event management, building digital brands and product development. It's a lot of stuff, right? And because it's a lot of stuff, the need for emotional intelligence in how I make my decisions and effectively prioritise to manage my time has become critical. In the transition from leaving my job in August 2018, I felt like I had some major personal and financial challenges which I had to work through, which was a very emotional and painful experience. It seems like a bit of a roller coaster this life where one minute you're up at the top looking down thinking, yeah, I've made it. And all of a sudden, from nowhere, one decision can have you swooping right back down to the bottom. Well, luckily, I had a foundation. So the swooping down to the bottom wasn't as swift or as painful as it had been in past lessons that I'd had to learn. Using my emotional intelligence skills enabled me to better manage this process in 2018. And I'm happy to say that on the 1st of November 2018, I was back on track. Just in four months, which was different from potentially 10 years, which took the time it took me to really analyze some of my patterns of behavior and start to 
question the reasons why I did things and start to become more emotionally intelligent. One thing I was reminded of in this whole process was the power of vulnerability. Many of you may have heard of Brene Brown. If you haven't, I encourage you to watch her video and read her books. The power in asking for help with no expectations of getting it was another another powerful lesson. I was able to use the insights from my experience and emotional reactions to those experiences to start to make the choices that would be better for my future. So, in 2019, the journey has started for my passion to turn into my purpose with the aim for it to be my vocation and my career that generates profit. And when that happens, I can say goodbye to having a job. But until then, I am grateful and happy to work and have a job to fund the path to turning those passions into a profit. I'm passionate about people and how they can use emotional intelligence to see themselves with fresh eyes to reduce blind spots and give them access to the tools and connections they desire to use the power of now to create the roadmap to achieve their visions of their life. It's been really helpful for me and that's why I want to share this story with you on these podcasts. I've been designing solutions for over eight years and developed an approach called SUMS which I've used with hundreds of people at work and with friends to help them to reduce their blind spots and identify new ways of doing things based on challenging their beliefs. I'm doing a number of workshops over the next year because I'm passionate about it. Um, So you'll see some of those workshops popping up on a platform called fundsing.com. So please feel free to join me. The reason why I'm so passionate about emotional intelligence, and I can't emphasise this enough, is because I care. I care about the future. I care about what happens to the next generation. I care about making sure that we are equipped to manage the onslaught of noise and social media and the impacts of climate change and politics um, that are assaulting us every day at the moment. The data is indicating that a lack of emotional intelligence can exacerbate lifestyle-related health and well-being challenges. The next generation will need to become increasingly emotional intelligent to be more resilient in a world that is becoming more nationalistic, influenced by artificial intelligence, with increased economic, social and physiological and psychological pressures highlighted every day in the media that they're plugged into almost 24-7. Many people have not been educated by schools or parents on how to understand how the economic and social political world works, thus managing their emotions to create the best outcomes and design a life that is right for who they are is not really something that is accessible to many. And many are not able to determine who they are without defining it based on who society thinks they should be. Emotional intelligence gives you the ability to challenge that. The next generation, they're our future and they will be designing the world we live in. And when we were old, personally, I'd like to see future future leaders who are more emotionally intelligent than the ones we currently have. 
So I invite you to join me on this journey of discovery. I'd love to hear your comments and feedbacks and your own personal insights as we go on this journey together. Wishing you moments of joy for this coming week and speak to you soon. A story about the power of brand experiences versus the push of product PR. Once you've had the experience, there is no competition. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. I told myself, I'm older now and wiser. When I make choices, it's about function over form. My superficial days are behind me. I had made my list of what I need rather than what I want. All that was left was to get some advice via a Facebook friend survey. The jury was out. Some said one thing, some said the other. Then it happened yesterday during late lunch at Patisserie Valerie in Covent Garden with an ex-colleague who I hadn't seen for a long while. We shared stories of our lives so far, following our move from our mutual place of employment. Little did she know I had something in my bag that would blow her mind. Little did I know she had a little something too. I was feeling pretty smug when I pulled out my body magic and explained how it reduces people two to three sizes in 10 minutes. She was impressed. She shrilled with delight, just as I knew she would. My show and tell triumph lasted for 10 minutes. It was over before it began. She took it out of her bag and let me hold it. The old man next to us couldn't keep his eyes off it. It was only a matter of time before he struck up a conversation just so he could get a better look. I held it. She let me play with it, go online, read a book, check out the apps and look at it vertically, horizontally. It's official. It's all about the experience. I'm in love. His name is iPad. The first time I saw an iPad by Zena Chewett, July 2010. A story about the power of brand experiences versus the push of product PR. Once you've had the experience, there is no competition. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. I told myself, I'm older now and wiser. When I make choices, it's about function over form. My superficial days are behind me. I had made my list of what I need rather than what I want. All that was left was to get some advice via a Facebook friend survey. The jury was out. Some said one thing, some said the other. Then it happened yesterday during late lunch at Patisserie Valerie in Covent Garden with an ex-colleague who I hadn't seen for a long while. We shared stories of our life so far, following our move from our mutual place of employment. Little did she know I had something in my bag that would blow her mind. Little did I know she had a little something too. I was feeling pretty smug when I pulled out my body magic and explained how it reduces people two to three sizes in 10 minutes. She was impressed. She shrilled with delight, just as I knew she would. My show and tell triumph lasted for 10 minutes. It was over before it began. 
She took it out of her bag and let me hold it. The old man next to us couldn't keep his eyes off it. It was only a matter of time before he struck up a conversation just so he could get a better look. I held it. She let me play with it, go online, read a book, check out the apps and look at it vertically, horizontally. (sighs) It's official. It's all about the experience. I'm in love. His name is iPad. The first time I saw an iPad by Zena Chewett, July 2010.